Big Question Podcast. Anyway, so this is the Big Question Podcast. Joining us today is uh, Gary. Gary. <laughs> Joining us today is guest 83, a.k.a. Cat. Hey. <laughs> and joining us today is Rocky. Oh, oh do we use your name uh, anymore? Slut. It's slut. I, I don't really follow. I can't remember. But for this for, for this podcast, I'm what, what, bitches? My sister was interviewed by the BBC because she was out in the park. <laughs> <laughs> what did she tell them? Did you tell her to get the fuck back in? <laughs> the fuck back home. Uh, apparently, no, she might be on the news, but it'd be in BBC Wales because she lives in Wales. Oh, yeah, but Gary's Welsh. He'll be all excited by that. Did she get told off? <laughs> I don't know, actually. There was, some group, there was some group chat with my family earlier, but it was I was in the middle of, like, 55 work calls, so I didn't really read it. I just glanced over it. So it's not was a very she, good story. It's not a classic. Was she not one of those who was like, I'm maintaining social distance, my mental health. Rah, 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 rah. She I mean, she, she's, a bit, she's, she's a bit placid for that kind of thing, but, yeah, like, I suspect so. She's, Actually, like, she's more like, oh, sorry, sorry, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's. Yeah, she's you're like, right. You're right. I shouldn't be out. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so if you watch BBC Wales, you might see it. I mean, it sort of feels a bit like there are five weeks too late to be interviewing people who are going to the park and having a nice leisurely stroll or sitting down and having some amazing interactions with each other because uh, it's been happening for about five weeks. Well, the thing is, I'm pretty sure she was with a housemate. There's no law against no, that. No, uh, no, there isn't. And I suppose this is the the problem with interviewing random people, isn't it? Because like you don't know what people like who they live with, what they're doing, and you don't know any of it. You know, this is a really, really good excuse to be busybody-ish. The fucking journos, though. Like, the, the, I imagine the conversation went something like, "And how do you feel about killing everyone in this park with your indiscretion?" <laughs> do you know what I mean? They're just so fucking. Especially the BBC. Yeah. Oh, the cunts. But I mean, they they they're paid to be, and they they know that they have to create a certain kind of narrative to create interest, because human beings are fundamentally more interested in. Um, I don't know what's the word like controversy. I guess whatever whatever contra- whatever controversy would translate to in a world where the you know saber toothed tigers could eat you. <laughs> Slightly more than controversy. When uh, when I came across the journal outside uh, my my workplace a few weeks ago, when it all went a bit haywire. Um, I took great pleasure in telling them that they were on private property and that they needed to move a metre <laughs> towards the pavement. <laughs> Which particular establishment were they from? Uh, well, I think, it was a, I think it was local, although I can't exactly be sure. OK. Oh, Jesus. So I was saying to Gary earlier that one of the great problems of a global pandemic is there's no fucking news going on and uh, we've kind of run out of things to talk about. So this is a short podcast. Podcast, podcast <laughs> over. There, there, there we go. I think is everybody drinking? What are you? What are you drinking? What are you putting in your it's mouth? Erdinger, don't Erdinger Weiss beer. Malibu and pineapple juice. <laughs> oh, holiday, holiday cat. Hey, always a holiday. <laughs> so you're all drinking, and I'm not. Yeah, you, you're never Get on drinking. It, Rocky. Well, uh, I'm trying not to drink so much, but inevitably we've we've drunk through quite a lot of the alcohol that we had in the house already it's it's absolute fucking madness isn't it like I, I managed to go i think the entire weekend without drinking uh and i was just so desperate to get to today <laughs> <laughs> why deprive yourself if that's what you want to do because otherwise it's like an everyday thing that just happens not not as a not as a little special treat but just as um, like, this is what I do every day now. <laughs> well, funnily enough, today is the day, I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but this, today is the day I got my sort of, here's the update for the, your pension. And in the last 12 months, my pension fund has managed to lose money. <laughs> ah, yeah, but you're Christ. not retiring anytime soon. You'll be all right, mate. <laughs> I am 43 years old tomorrow. <laughs> I know, it popped up in my calendar. It was, it was like... Pete's birthday tomorrow, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I should remember that, and then I forgot. You're like, who's <laughs> Pete again? <laughs> yeah. All I know is Harry. <laughs> yeah, I don't have friends anymore. We don't have any interactions with anybody face-to-face, so... Well, I have a big problem in that the overwhelming majority of my friends outside of you guys have kids. 
and so that. it's actually really and they're all quite young kids, and you're not allowed within 10 meters of kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more it's just it's just very very difficult to have any kind of uh like conversation with somebody when they have like parental responsibility to make sure that like a little person doesn't kill themselves and unfortunately, when, you're, when your kid is like two or three years old, that is a very, very full-time job. So as a result, I, I don't really get the opportunity to speak to a lot of my friends. And also, you know, I don't want to, because that would require speaking to people and yeah, I yeah, prefer to human. avoid that. You have to think about their feelings and what they do and what they like mm. and stuff. Mm. Do you hear that car go past then? Oh, my. I did. Mm. Speedy boy. Loud, wasn't it? Happens happens once every like thirty minutes or so. So you'll only have to look out for for that kind of regularity, Pete. What what is it? Um. So it seemed my. So it, it's gonna be a very boring conversation. So feel free to strip it out of the podcast and burn <laughs> it. Um. But we're. Why don't you uh, just add some add some saucy reality? Add some, some hilarious like a joke, <laughs> like midway through. <laughs> Put some like, like a put some like joke. porn background music into what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, no, so we we the road that our little village is on runs parallel to the A12, which is main trunk road into um, London from uh, Essex. So uh, people come off the A12 and just gun it down the road for some reason in their little like. Uh, focuses with big exhausts on just to impress um whatever mentally challenged people are on the street i assume but um yeah so that, that's what that happens and we live literally uh, we live above a shop on the high street i was just, I was just trying to because if i say exactly what shop it is people will be able to dox me like they can literally work out <laughs> where it is within five seconds um, so i live above a shop on the high street of the place where i live um so we're right on the road is it a tescos uh, it's not a Tesco's, but we're within um, 25 seconds walk of a Budgeons. Well, you've wow. just doxed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it could be either way. It's not going to be difficult to figure out, is it? <laughs> Do you remember in Salford that there was that shop called Teco Express? They've smashed it, haven't they, Martin? <laughs> and, uh, oh, no, yeah, sorry, near Castle Yeah, Irwell. well, and they'd got their branding like pretty much the same as like a Tesco, what's their home brand called? Like Tesco Value kind of logo. Oh, and yeah. they'd made it like completely look the same. Um, probably worked very well for them. Well, it's a bit like all them chicken places that are, you know, famous, famous Mexican chicken. <laughs> no, wait a minute, that's not right. KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I'm really fucked this up. This is actually more difficult than it looks. Famous Mexican chicken. <laughs> yep. F M C. That's who we'll imitate. <laughs> Nailed I'd, it. I'd, you know, I'd love to see someone just like do their fit out their shop, put up their sign, and it says "Famous Mexican Chicken," <laughs> and they look at it and they're like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's like a sort of famous something chicken, famous Colonel Chicken or something like that. But I just blanked on the the middle word. So for some reason, Mexicans are at the just forefront of my mind. Yeah. Any old word will do. So what exactly is going on in everybody's lives? I mean, I'm kind of guessing not a great deal. We're not allowed to have plans anymore, are we? No. Like we don't have things anymore. We just have work and then not work. I work and then alcohol. Oh. That's it. Isn't well, yeah. It? Food you round off alcohol. your day generally by just just grabbing a drink. Just you're like, yeah. ah, I finished work for the day. Time to get drunk and try and deal <laughs> with existence. So Microsoft fucked me. Is that? Oh yeah, Microsoft totally fucked me. So as I mentioned on the last podcast, which technically speaking hasn't been released yet, but probably be released quite soon. I've been playing Fallout Four. And I'm part of Microsoft, uh, like, uh, Xbox Game Pass. And they took it out of the, the kind of pile of games that are available. Oh, so good. I've got a fuck. I had to buy it. <laughs> but, like, to download it, or, you know, to just download it directly, to buy it from Microsoft, it was, like, 20 quid. <gasps> it's a five-year-old game. I'm not paying, paying fucking 20 quid for that. I mean, did you pay it, though? No. I didn't. Right. I, I actually am just the kind of person who will prioritise 
convenience over absolutely everything, which is why I never have any money because I just <laughs> make really, really stupid choices all the time. Yeah. But this time I was just steadfast. No, I can buy it. I mean, the thing is, if the world was normal, I could have just walked down to Kex and bought it for like £3 or something. But uh, the world isn't normal, so I had to go down the eBay route. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're a bit... So how much did you get it for then? Like... Seven quid. I thought they were quite savvy these days with um, how much they ended up charging for games. I know, it just doesn't make... Because if you try and buy... um, Sorry to interrupt, but if you try and buy, like, GTA V, it'll still cost you, like, 15 quid or something because they know so many people want to play it for the online shit. I played a little bit of it again recently, and it's quite good fun. So up, I've been up playing... to the boat mission, and then you had to stop because it's impossible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Second mission. Yeah, no, completely impossible. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a conspiracy. It's just like flat Earth, where everybody in the world it, of any type of authority knows that that's impossible, but then everyone just pretends that they've managed to do it, and the developers release footage um, from from their own you know, archives showing how things are done further on in the game. But actually, everybody already knows, and they're all laughing behind your back, that that mission is impossible and cannot be done by anybody. Obviously. And if you say, if you think to yourself that it can be done and you've done it, you're wrong. You're a liar and you're a stooge. <laughs> I've been playing Ace Combat 7. What? It's I'm a real. I'm see. This is a weird thing for me to play because I'm really scared of flying, as documented many, many times on this podcast. But I don't know. Like playing a computer game where you're a fighter pilot is actually. I played the last one, but like properly ten years ago, and it was it was kind of weirdly great. And um and this one is great as well. It's really really good fun, but it's stupid. I mean, it's what it has. It has probably too many cutscenes for a man like you. Um, I don't mind cutscenes. These days, I like a game which has about five minutes of play and then half hour <laughs> you can put your feet up and just watch the cutscene. I don't mind that. Have you ever considered, you know, just watching TV? Yeah, I do, I do that. I get, I get bored of not interacting it in five-minute bursts. That's kind of what Final Fantasy VII Remake's like. The, oh, that, that's actually something that jumped out at me the other day. So I don't know which Final Fantasy it is, but it's on Xbox Game Pass. It's something like 140 gigabytes as a download. Yeah, they all are. How? Well, it's just the way things work now. They've got 4K textures um, when done properly take up like absolute masses of space on your uh, on your hard drive. Well, okay, that's right. Cat, explain. It's no different. It's no different to a 4K film, right? You can't. You, you're not like you don't just download a 4K film. And you're like, oh yeah, 10 megabytes. That's ace. I don't look, so I wouldn't really pay any attention. I mean, I, I must watch 4K stuff. I'm making Lindsay watch The Meg tomorrow just because she's always refused, so I decided it's my birthday. I'm, I'm choosing what we watch, so I want to watch The Meg. I don't even know what that is. What's The Meg? It's a Jason State Stratham st- stupid big dumb blockbuster movie oh, about megalodons. I hate that shit. I absolutely hate that shit. It's like a, a, a poor man's version of Pacific Rim, I assume, which I also hate. I've never seen it, but yeah, I fully expect so. Right, Kat, can you explain something to me? Yeah, you certainly I, can, yeah. I played about 15 minutes worth of Streets of Rage because uh-huh. it's on it's on Game Pass again, and I don't understand what's fun about that. Can you explain what? it to me? Because I feel like I feel <laughs> like, like I'm what? missing something. Because like, not only did you say you really like it, the entire world seems to love it, it's and I don't amazing. understand. Wait, did you? So, which one did you play? The original Streets of Rage or the new Streets of Rage? The new Streets of Rage. So, did you ever play the original? Yeah, in the nineties when did I was you a teenager. Like that? Yeah, I did, but it it, it well, this seems is exactly ba- the same, except like it looks a fucking amazing. It just seems basic as fuck. No, there's like loads more moves you can do now that you could never do in the original. Maybe I'm not playing the right version. And characters and like, it looks fucking sick. Like it's kind of slightly kind of anime. Like it looks really cool. Yeah, and I played it. The music is fucking sick as well. I played it for like 15 minutes and thought, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is like playing a game from the 90s. Oh, I mean... It still is basically an arcade game, so it's not like. Yeah, no, like I just like I thought it must fast, be me. I thought I felt like am I? Is there something I'm missing here? I don't know. 
I n I'm wondering whether I was even ever playing the right game or not. <laughs> so I, I, I'm um, going to lock it up while you lot talk. Was okay. it a first-person shooter? Were you just playing Rage? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just. It was like a playing a, a version of Streets of Rage, but with like modern graphics. Yeah, it is. That. Yeah, but that's yeah. exactly what that it is. is it. Streets of Rage Four. Streets of Rage Four. Yeah, the that's the, that, that's the one I'm playing. But it just sort of seems. It just sort of seems really, really basic to me. It's it's quite fair. So when when Cat <laughs> said, you know, d d Streets of Rage Four, I was I, I sort of knew that it was out, but I wasn't. I kind of forgotten. But um, I, w I went to download it, and me and Harry just got like, well, I got addicted to it. I'm not sure Harry did, but we were playing a co-op <laughs> game, and it was kind of fun, and you can play it with other people across the internet. So it's quite a, a decent um, isolation game. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's fun. Me and my brother played it for ages the other day. I always play as Blaze and he's always Axel, like every time. The originals. Yeah, always the originals. Yeah. Weird. It just, it's just me. I, I, again, <laughs> I'm just the, the ultimate curmudgeon. It just, I found nothing <laughs> enjoyable about it. Wow. Jesus. Have you like, checked oh, your pulse I've, recently? I jumped into this, like, dirty-looking street and punching people. Is that it? <laughs> Is that, it? Is that a game? Just punch people and win. Rubbish. <laughs> Rubbish, this. Well, I've said many times that, like, it, for me, computer games, I need an element where I can just wander around aimlessly for no reason at all. Oh, yeah, no, that's And if not I can't do that, I don't enjoy it. And actually, actually, Ace Combat, I can't do that in it. And that's why I can only ever play it for, like, 20 minutes at a time. Because I can't just wander around going exploring the countryside. Too much pressure. It's like, go and take out this ace pilot from the Nazis. And you're like, oh, there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm into what I call kind of ambient gaming. Yeah, give, it, give me a minute to run on a treadmill, nick a car, go and buy a strip club, and then maybe I'll come <laughs> back. We'll have, we'll have a little go at... Uh, at, you know, the Nazi fighter pilot, but we'll come back a bit later if we can't do it. It'll be all right. I'll get better guns. <laughs> exactly. What about you, Rocky? What are you playing? Uh, apart from Streets of Rage. Well, I did play Assassin's Creed Odyssey because it's been like two years that I've had that game and I've not actually Which one is that? It. Uh, the latest Assassin's Creed. So like the, the, most, the most recent that was out is called... No, no, I, I mean um, which... As in, there's one set in London, which I played about an hour of. There's one set in uh, okay. fucking ancient Rome or something, it's... or ancient Mexico. It's <laughs> Rome or Mexico, somewhere like that, you know? <laughs> I mean, ancient Australia. <laughs> uh, I have to admit, I've never heard of ancient Mexico, but I, I have heard of ancient Greece, which is where... Uh, the ancient Greeks lived. Yeah, which is where Odyssey is set... Right, that's what I was getting at. It's like, I, I don't know them by, by when they came out or anything. It's just like, which one is it? Yeah. Um, I, I, can't, I can't even remember that. There was one I did play quite a lot. Uh, I might well, have been Egypt. Paris. Egypt's a bit like Mexico, isn't it? It's, it's a lot like Mexico. <laughs> they're, they're big taco aficionados too. Yeah, they're like sand and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, they're the same. Basically the same. Was there, I think there was one set in Paris. I think that's the one I probably played more than any other. And it's it's weird. Assassin's Creed, I do sort of enjoy them, but I, I, think, I do get this sort of sense that most games have like five or six sort of repetitive tasks which you need to complete. And, or maybe it's 20 tasks. I don't really know. But like, it just felt for me that like every Assassin's Creed game I've ever spent any time on doesn't quite have enough things to do. It feels like it needs one more random thing that you have to do repeatedly to make it fun. And it so I get a bit bored I get a bit bored of it, but like I kind of enjoy the kind of wandering around and exploring and climbing element to it. I, I agree, definitely. Um I, I think what the especially the early Assassin's Creed games, what what they lack is um like interacting systems that provide you with emergent gameplay it's okay to just wander around some city but the only way you can actually do anything is if somebody goes oh mate come over here i've got an assassin job for you you can't just like stumble across stuff to do um and, and i'm sure the later versions actually um, probably resolve that issue because um, i, I feel yeah. like what you're describing actually is a thing that happened is a is a problem of 
large games that's just it's becoming much less of a problem like all the kind of modern games that i play seem to have figured out some way of getting around the the map is absolutely massive and it'll seem really boring yeah if there's nothing to do yeah definitely i've got um I've, i think i've got all the assassin's creed games at least up to the latest one <laughs> and you completed them all right no absolutely <laughs> not so i've i've got this weird thing where well, like i'm quite happy to just absolutely spaff cash on games and think oh i need to have that right now um but if i've managed to end up with a sequel i have to play the first game first the issue with assassin's creed is that in order to get to the latest one i have to complete like nine fucking games <laughs> and the first one is absolute shit um so i can't i can't get past it i can't get past it um that is a really really weird thing because like there's a lot of people out there <clears throat> that have to finish a book if they start it and have to finish a film like the other day uh Lindsay and i were watching sliding doors which i've never seen before and after half an hour i just thought fuck this this is <laughs> this is bollocks <laughs> well you, you just you were like right i'm skipping to sliding doors too no i just <laughs> i guess the, i guess the analogy isn't perfect i just said, Martin, I, I just said oh, I, I cannot be bothered with anything to do with this and just put my headphones on and played games instead yeah it just seemed I, really tedious i don't know i feel i feel like the game's got more to offer me though because it, it, it's one that's like existed for so long and, and been quite critically acclaimed although retrospectively people are like ah it's a bit boring but yeah i kind of feel like i should you know it, it's been given to me for free ubisoft did like a 25th 25th anniversary thing where they just gave away all the assassin's creed games um, I was like, yeah, yeah, nice. I'll get through all them. I'll play them one by one. I'll get through the whole adventure. I got stuck about four hours into Assassin's Creed. I'm like, where am I going? What am I doing? Why is it that every mission is just sneak about a bit, kill a guy, then run away? Like, this is rubbish. <laughs> um, and I just I can't get on with it. It's rubbish. They look good. The, well, the more obviously the more recent ones. They're, wanna... they're quite they're quite visually appealing. Yeah, I want to get to Black Flag because you get to be a pirate and sail about in a boat and that. But like, I've got three games of bollocks to get through and, first. And arguably, that's the worst one. Really? Yeah. But pirate. <laughs> 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 you need to get past the first. You just need to stick with it and get past the first one. Exactly. See, Rocky understands. Like, I, I have to put in the hours, and then I've earned the right <laughs> to play the better games. I do just not like when you drive a car. You have to start from cars that were manufactured in the 1980s, drive the life out of them, then you can go to 83. So I'm, I'm going to be driving a Vauxhall Nova till, till, it, till the day I die, I think. So explain this to me. Oh, you, no, you don't like Mario games, do you? No, I hate Nintendo games. They're all for kids. Kids and wankers. Mario games are the only games that where I like watching other players people play them more than I like playing them myself. Yeah, I'm not keen on playing them, to be honest. I just, I'm so shit at it. It's so frustrating. I never had a Nintendo, so I prefer watching other people. Uh, we've got a Switch in the house, and, like, that last Mario game is just amazing. But I can't play it. But it's really, really inventive and cool. It's, the, the ideas in it are all great, and it looks brilliant. But I just, I, I play it for, like, ten minutes, and I just... No part of me is enjoying it. I, I, I don't get on with the controls of them. What even is it? Is that the one where you put on hats? Yeah. And you, and can, you become like different Marios who can do stuff? Yeah, you can inhabit the bodies of, of loads and loads of, of the kind of creatures around the place by chucking a hat on them and um, then you take control over them. It's really sniper it's hat, assassin hat, that kind of stuff. Time traveller Pre Predator hat, got it. I don't know, I've never really got on with the Mario. I think I've got a deep-rooted hatred of Nintendo because I was a Sega boy in the 90s. And I, I can't do it. And people are like, uh, uh, you, have to, uh, you have to play Super Mario 64. It's the best game that's ever existed. And I'm like, yeah, well, they haven't released the Sonic game for about a decade, so I can't. That was it. I hate it. Mario. Rubbish. For kids and pedos. <laughs> <laughs> and autisms. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It goes without saying. Autistic kids and autistic pedos. So that's that's the computer game corner. Yeah, how much of that will survive? <laughs> oh, pro probably all of it. <laughs> Some. Some. Um, you didn't even ask me what I've been playing. Oh, it's because you don't care, isn't it? Because I'm <laughs> yeah. a PC elitist. Yeah, well, it's just I just didn't want to give you the opportunity to yeah, look down on us console people. All right. Well, I'm heavily addicted to Slay the Spire. That's all. I don't know what that is. Nah, you don't need to know. Oh, actually, I've also been playing Untitled Goose Game as well. Does anyone oh, know? Oh, is that where you just, like, 
the, the concept is gooses are arseholes and you just, you just romp about being a bit of a dick. Yeah, and that yeah. itself is immensely appealing. Isn't there one like that where you're a goat? You do, like, goat stuff. And... Goat simulator, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> but is, no, the, is the primary reason of the game to be a dick? Yeah, pretty much. You just, like, bang into people, smash shit up, jump off high buildings, like, chase people. I don't know, really. You get points by, like, doing stupid stunts. Um, I, don't, I don't think it has a point. I think it's just fun. So you just standard standard goat-related things that you would yeah, see yeah. in real life, you know what I mean? Yeah, standard goat-related things. Like goat goat just... parachuting into yeah, a yeah. pond and setting things off like explosions. Things like that, trampolining and things, yeah. And yeah. Things, yeah. yeah. I think if, if, like, if you had a real game based on the life of being a goat, <laughs> called a goat simulator, like just in a cage, forced to have <laughs> sex to make more goats, maybe, <laughs> maybe being milked. People drink goat milk. Goat milk's a thing, right? Yeah, that's a thing. I go away for three minutes. I come back, <laughs> and you're talking about Goat Simulator. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what goats. That's the that's the game I played, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this dude, and let me read the story to you. A man, a man who bought a ghost town of a sinister past has been forced to quarantine there after a snowstorm left him trapped. Ha! <laughs> Brent Underwood said he's been, he has been resorting to melting snow for water after his week-long stay in uh, Cerro Gordo, California was unexpectedly and significantly prolonged by nationwide coronavirus lockdown measures. He told, he told Sky News he'd arrived during the good weather a month ago, but at, that four consecutive days of snow had left him stuck there in solitude ever since. Oh, I thought, I thought for a second then that he, he was locked in his ghost town because of the quarantine. I was like, well, who in this ghost town is enforcing the quarantine rules on him? <laughs> well, Has he hired his own police force? Well, we'll, we'll get to that. I think one morning I woke up and saw the snow was over my track, uh, truck and thought, what have I got myself into, he said. I managed to calm myself down by the following day and decided I would just use my time here productively. I'm definitely socially, socially isolating, at least. Having bought the former silver mining town for 1.1 million, a town for 1.1 oh million. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. Like, Cat's house is worth wow. more than that. Uh, in 2018, he... He'd mainly left it in the hands of a full-time caretaker of 21 years. But, uh, but as restrictions designed to cur curb the spread of COVID-19 began, the 32-year-old marketer had agreed to take over the upkeep of the 400-acre space for a week while the other dude visited Arizona to check on his wife. And despite being previously been a, being a sceptic, Mr Underwood said his experiences during his time alone in the 22-building town had led him to believe it's haunted. <laughs> he said the adventures once had been the subject of an episode of the TV show Ghost Adventures, which is fucking bollocks, that TV show, uh, which concluded it was haunted by the ghost of two children who died after being trapped in the closet. <laughs> Bad times. It's Jedward. He said, apart from the ghosts and maybe a few bobcats, I'm, a, I'm alone. So I've been having visitors, but not necessarily welcome ones. I've heard some strange sounds and I had a book fall off a shelf for no apparent reason. So, yeah, so ghosts, essentially. Books, bu books falling off shelves equals ghosts. Having said that, I never really felt under threat from any spirits, so maybe we found a way to coexist peacefully. Well, they're the ghosts of two children who died. What, what, what could they possibly do to, to threaten him? I'm definitely open-minded about it all now. <laughs> <laughs> Why is no more fresh food, such as bread and vegetables? Mr. Underwood said he had enough rice and tin goods to survive until conditions allowed him to travel in and out of the town. It's quite cold and I'm quite hungry, but I know there's loads of people around the world in far worse positions, he said. I don't know that there is. Like, that is like the idea of my, that is my nightmare. So it says somewhere, I don't really need to go on any further, it says somewhere that he's 26 miles away from the nearest shop. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm a bit confused. He's told all of this to Sky News. How? Um, I, I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> well, I, I suppose my, my point is, like, he, he's saying he's completely isolated, he can't go anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Well, he must have some internet in, in this, you know, secluded, deserted, 
former silver mine. Well, then boo-hoo for him. Jesus Christ. He's like, <laughs> he's got his own fucking town. <laughs> he's got his internet and he's got his cam goods. And I'm sure by now he can probably drive around at least to the 26 and miles away shop or whatever. Well, yeah. Where does he want to go? He owns his own town, doesn't he? Surely he's got like, everything He's got there. it all. Why buy it if there's nothing there? He's like, oh, I can't believe oh, stuck it. Oh, stuck in my town that I own. Fuck Just, this guy. Oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> I, I suspect that he bought, the, he, you know, he bought the town thinking, oh, you know, I'll turn this into some kind of uh, theme. Uh, what do they call it? Like um, Attraction. Attraction. I feel like there's a better word for it. But like a sort of theme resort thing where people can go and relive the Old West. There's loads of that shit in America. The TV show Deadwood, they're actually, the, de- the town of Deadwood is still there and it's like, it's a proper tourist attraction now. Why does no one live in his town? I'm confused. Why is there an entire empty town with no one living there? That happens in America, doesn't it? There's is loads. It? Uh, yeah, there's loads. Because there's so much Creepy. space. Like when the entire industry of a particular town might be like uh, coal mining. And then when the mine's dry, there's literally no reason to be there. Shit. There's a gold rush in That's California. Cool. And there's loads of that bollocks. And some of them are really big. That's that's not even that big a town. There's like some really quite surprisingly big towns in in the US that are 100 percent deserted. Man, that would be freaking awesome to explore. I know, especially when you're not allowed because of lockdown, eh, Cat? <laughs> Did I tell you guys I went urban exploring about two weeks ago? We broke into a hat or in a break in. Uh, well, you, you, you didn't tell us. I put Did I friends not? of you on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, so, wait, I didn't which is basically evidence. Yeah, you did, because I know about it. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> wait, I didn't put pictures on... My brother put pictures on Facebook. Uh, yeah, probably. Well, he tagged you in them. Oh, well, I'm, I'm friends he? with your brother on Facebook as well. Yeah, so. you must have seen him there. Anyway, it was really cool. It was just down in Beckenham, and it's been empty for, like, 20 years. Um, but it meant that we had to scale a six-foot fence, which is basically on the edge of a public park. So there were, like, people around there with their children, and we had to kind of wait for an opportune moment and then scale a six-foot six fence which we both ripped our trousers on coming out again, so... Evidence. Jeans now. <laughs> Watch it. But yeah, uh, didn't touch anything, didn't break anything, no breaking and entering, was not illegal. Simply it was not illegal? Are you no, sure it's not, it illegal. not illegal? No, it's not, it's civil, it's a civil disobedience, it's a civil offence, so you can't be charged with, um... You can't be charged with a criminal offence for trespass, only for breaking and entering. Trust okay. me, I know. I've looked into this. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So, why did you do that? Because it's fun. No, I understand it's, I understand it's fun, because it's something you've done off and on for a few years, but uh, in a kind of lockdown environment... Well, you can't get much more locked down than being completely in a house that no one's been in for 20 years. I don't know, this virus lives a while. <laughs> yeah, there was nobody around except in the park, and those people were all... And the ghosts. ...socially distancing. Yeah, and the ghosts, yeah. Um, pigeons was the main problem actually it was bloody full of pigeons pigeons are always the main problem in this world oh god one of them scared the shit out of me I walked into a room and it was right above my head and I didn't see it and I startled it so it suddenly started flapping and I just like shat myself pretty much yeah did a little scream (laughs) other than that it was good it was fun so what else is going on in everyone's lives Mm. there's literally nothing to talk about is there the the only thing that exists is the virus. And video games. Yeah, and drinking. Also, here, here's a thing, and I, I, I'm going to try and say this positively. Due to, due to this year being the way that it is, there's weddings I would have had to go to this year that are getting put back. Excellent. And there was also weddings I was going to have to go to next year. So th- I literally have to go to like three or four weddings next year. Oh, I shit. just say no. They're like my best friends. Yeah, well, you can still say no, you're a human. <laughs> yeah, I know. One of them requires me to go to Morecambe as well. Morecambe? Fucking hell. But you have so far to travel, we have to go to Australia. Such a shame. Jesus. Yeah, but you, you want to go there. Yeah, I know, it was sarcastic. I, I, and also, have you ever been to Morecambe? You know, the, Morecambe might re- realistically become Britain's biggest ghost town eventually yeah it's not great i haven't been there but it's kind of a bit like southport isn't it in the sense that nobody wants to go there it's um it's significantly 
Southport has the advantage of being near Liverpool. So there's only so far it could ever die because it can always be a commuter town. Morecambe doesn't have that. And it just exists in a part of the world that no one wants to go. I've only ever been there once, but it just felt to me like this is a town that's dying. It's a bit like Darwin, isn't it? Darwin? Darwin. I don't even... Do you know what, you don't know where it is? It's um... It's near Blackburn. Yeah. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, I do know. But it's... It... Well, again, I've never been, but... It's in one of those locations that it's a bit like... Like, why would anyone ever what? want to live and go there? Because there's nothing around and it's a bitch to, I don't know. It's a bitch we, to commute from as well we've got a lot of fans in Darwin they may have something to say about that <laughs> do we? I've no fucking idea I've never been there I, I don't think I've ever even met anyone from there I genuinely thought that you were being serious because you looked up the IPs and there was like a contingency of people from Darwin I was a... let's see if I've got time to do that do you know how busy I am? <laughs> I was about to say like first of all that's really fucking boring and second of all like it's clearly a scammer because there's nobody listening to us in Darwin at all. I really want somebody to contact us now and tell us how wrong we are and that they're a listener from Darwin and actually Darwin is a great place. I, yeah, that's no, no, not going to happen. <laughs> hey, you never know. Um, sometimes you do. <laughs> so I, I used to whinge about me having to go to Northerners all the time, didn't I? Uh, well, one person did. We, you were being well, a bit mean. Well, they can fuck off. Also, you lived in Manchester for ten years. Yeah. Not was it ten years? I was. Well, I don't know. It was fucking long. Long enough. last time. So I wrote an album. I, I I must have said that last time we recorded, but I've listened through to the whole recording and doesn't seem to be there. So uh, you did which, say it, which is on Spotify. Because uh, um. DistroKid is really really cheap and it's really really easy to put stuff on Spotify. I discovered. So, yeah, forward slash beats. I've seen it. I've, I've, I've listened to it. I'm telling the audience. I don't give a shit whether you listen to it. All right, to. whatever. It's not really my type of music, I think, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's hip-hop. I really want to listen Hippity to it, the but I don't have Spotify. You what? What? <laughs> what kind of monster are you? <laughs> you fucking cunt. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely don't understand. What do you do all day? Do you not listen <laughs> to music? Well, I've got, I've got Apple Music because I get it for cheaper, innit? Well, it's also on Apple Music as oh, well, Well, actually. if you'd have said that... Well, it's on, it's on every single possible music channel that you could use. All right, what's it called? Uh, the, the forward slash beats, all one word. And it's the symbol forward slash, isn't it? No, no, it's the word. Oh, it's words. Oh, okay. No, it's... It came off because, like, I, I write in incidental music for TV under the name The Herd Collective. My website is herdcollective.com. And I kind of was thinking, oh, I really like hip-hop. Maybe I should do, like, an offshoot where I, I, have, a, I have a place where I, may, I kind of do hip-hop stuff. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, it'd be like her, herdcollective.com forward slash beats. And then I thought... No, oh, no, that kind of works actually as a name. So that's where it came from. So it's, it's so, three separate words. No, it's one word. That's why I said all one word, Rocky. Forward slash beats. Written. Yeah. You don't have to be condescending and. and that's way fun to be condescending and <laughs> Fuck you. But my, my point is so it, it, it's basically all one long word written out in full yes. forward slash beats. Yes. Okay. You're finding this harder than I would have expected for intelligence. It's coming up with no results. It is definitely an Apple Music. Well, actually, I've been told it's an Apple Music. I guess I'd never looked because only weird people use Apple Music. Yeah, it's a weird thing to do, isn't it? Just to use Apple Music. I know, when Spotify is there. It's one of those things where you're just like, I'm part of the system and I accept it. Yeah, exactly. Also, you know, well, well, actually, I listen to vinyl more than I listen to Spotify, but... So what is everyone... Is anyone listening to any good albums at the moment? Uh, no. No? What, are you listening to any bad albums? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Let me have a look at my... Oh, I, I've been listening to um, vaguely proggy, like, Scandinavian rock stuff, but that's nothing new. Yeah, that is absolutely nothing new. <laughs> I've been listening to... Are you not drinking alcohol? <laughs> Good work. This is my third alcohol. Is it? Yeah. Oh, can I have one, 
please. Can I have an alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you, but then you went back into the kitchen and uh, you were watching Voyager really loud so you couldn't hear me yell for help. <laughs> hello, Karen. Everyone says hello. Fuck them, she said. <laughs> I'm supportive of that response. Um, so, what else? So, you're listening to Proggy Rock. What about you, Kat? I've been re-listening to the first album by Alt-J um, that's been out a while and I forgot that I liked it and then I heard something with a song that I thought was them, but it turned out not to be them, but it sounds exactly like them. But through that, I discovered that I forgot about their album, that it's really good. So explain it to me as, as a, somebody who's never heard of them. Oh, God knows. Um, I don't know how you describe them, really. They were out about 10 years ago. They're kind of, well, it's like indie rock, standard kind of stuff I listen to. Um, but it's like clever. It's like a bit kind of... Oh, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know how you explain it. You just have to listen to it, I suppose. Imaginatively put. <laughs> so I'll tell you what I've been listening to, unless Rocky wants to pipe in, but he doesn't use Spotify, so... <laughs> so apparently... Why would anyone do that? My, my input is invalid. Is that basically it? Yeah, well, basically. Well, just before you do say, um, we've been reliving some um, Eurovision stuff because it's almost Eurovision or not... Eurovision. It's not Eurovision. I'm so sad that I can't do the Eurovision beer contest this year. <laughs> you could just do it anyway. I mean, I could, but then yeah, there'd be no excuse for me to just be boozing it up all night really, really quickly. Like, you've got to drink <laughs> one drink for every country every three minutes. It's fucking unreal. Well, you could just find something on... You could find a year that you haven't watched on YouTube and then just watch that year. Yeah, good luck. I've watched them all. <laughs> Eurovision's amazing. <laughs> Who won the first year? Oh, he muted himself. Very convenient. <laughs> I feel like he did that just to go type in. He didn't want the... No, I was being delivered alcohol, so I muted it. Okay. She said she's being facetious and she does hope you're well. No, she, I, she said specifically I, she hopes everyone has not got COVID-19 apart from Pete, who she does. She does. <laughs> That's fair. I've, I've been very mean to her far too many times. I wouldn't be surprised if she secretly hates me. <laughs> I don't know who won the first year of Eurovision. Probably, I don't know. Britain, was it? It was probably just Britain versus France in them days, was it? Uh, I, 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 well, you see, you watched them all. You tell me, when was your vision for the first <laughs> yeah, time? Because I haven't got the slightest fucking idea. 1743. <laughs> <laughs> it was Beethoven one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, surely it's got to be, it's got to be like Sweden or something. Yes. I'm going right, to well, okay. right now. Yeah, let's look it up. Uh, Eurovision Wikipedia. No? Switzerland. They're oh. not even really European. Yeah. Like weird little yeah, it was Switzerland. In the middle. 1956. Na 1956? Mm-hmm. Right. I I'm Can you imagine being a guy? Imagine being a guy who came up with the idea, who was like, fuck me, I've got an idea for a TV show. I don't know if we'll be able to pull it off, guys, but what we do is... We'll just get every country in Europe to write a song and we have a massive competition and somebody going, yeah, we'll do that. That sounds ace. But it's 1952, so presumably there's, some there's somebody in the room saying, mate, gays aren't legal yet. <laughs> uh, well, who's going to watch it? Imagine, like, imagine how straight every single person watching Eurovision in the 1950s was. <laughs> like, what's going on? I don't understand this. Well, there was that dude, like, a couple of years ago. Was he, like, Croatian? And he just looked like a bare pin-up. <laughs> and he was, like, turns out that he was, like, properly bigoted. Oh, really? But he just, he did, he obviously did no, he had no idea what he was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but he, he, clearly, he was the king of the bears. Yeah, well, no, um, I also think, like, he's, he's got to have been 
a at least a little bit gay. A little bit curious. Yeah, it's got to be. Because, I mean, the way that he looked, he looked fucking hot, by the way. And, um, <laughs> well, I know. I, I didn't need you to tell me that. I could tell that he was going to be the king of the no, bears. I needed to reaffirm it because if he is listening, which I really hope he is. Um, it, Give me a call. Well, I also I, I want him to feel warm inside against his uh, bigoted opinions. Do you is feel like you Jacques, could turn him? Jacques Hudeck. Uh, oh, what was this guy called? Who, who knows their I, names? Nobody needs to know. I mean, I've just Googled Croatia Eurovision bear, and he's the third video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to do this. Oh, uh, um, yes. Yes, yes. Croatia. Oh, oh, come on. He's got to be He's got to be a gayer. There's no way. A gayer. Gaze it up all day. He's, oh, my God. Right, I need to do the same. Hang on. Croatia Eurovision bear. He is, he is the first choice. I, yeah, I mean, he is. He comes up first in in uh, my image searches, so I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> I, I image. Sorry, I was just on the all. Obviously, uh, sub subpar googling skills because I didn't switch to images. But yes, the guy is. I just the, uh, sent a couple of pictures on WhatsApp if you want to see a couple of extremely straight looking pictures of him. Oh yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I, you know, it's... it's... <laughs> and, uh, and this guy, is he comes walking off Eurovision and he's like, oh, this was a great show, guy. I don't know, yeah, people really responded to me in the crowd, so, yeah, I'm going to find me some honeys. <laughs> but but he's, he's got, he definitely has kids, which is kind of worrying for them. Well, it's not worrying. It's Terrifying, like, I think is the answer, isn't well, it? Well, I don't know. I guess, the, you know, there is something about in a few years' time when they do discover that their dad's gay, I really hope that they support him, but... Um, well, Anderson Cooper's got a kid. Yeah, I just kind of think like, what, uh, like how how closeted must you have to feel the need to be to get that far down in life? <laughs> like, I know people realise much later on, but I, I don't know. I could, I just can't. I can't do it. Like, I could never get to that point, and I could just, I can't relate. You can see that in his soul. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't remember his song. He, there was no... Um, what was the song I really liked on Eurovision? I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of Eurovision in the universe. It's a bit much for me. Um, but was it like Slovenia or, or um, it was... Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's the people with the... Um... Saxophone, saxophone guy. Um, oh, that was like that was the greatest thing in the universe. Fuck me! How did you get that, Rocky? There's like five billion songs to choose from, <laughs> and like a hundred countries, and you're just like, oh no, the sax guy. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's because I've talked about like, it before. How the fuck would anyone know this? It is because he's told me before. Moldova, Moldova, it yep. was. Sergey Stepanov, also known as the sax guy, epic sax guy. <laughs> <laughs> the first hit is Epic Sax Guy, 10 hours YouTube. <laughs> I, I, I suppose, yeah, okay, that makes sense then. Because it's basically a meme. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but that, I think that's what I quite like. See, I always thought I hated Eurovision, and then I, I didn't actually realise until about five years ago, or maybe even less than that, that it's, it is actually kind of funny. I just didn't, I didn't get it. But it is, um, it's just a collection of memes and gays. Exactly. I'm, I'm pretty, I, I'm absolutely happy to hold in my massive new flat a Eurovision party, but the rules are that you must partake in both the Eurovision song contest and the Eurovision beer contest. That, those are the rules. Um, That's terrifying. Yeah, that's After it. completing the Eurovision beer contest, I am fully up for Eurovision song contest. <laughs> for sure I'm a sleepy drunk I'm a sleepy drunk so after the Eurovision beer contest I will be asleep mate you wouldn't make it past about five songs then because it is fucking hard going I'm telling you that <laughs> yeah and the, the worst thing for me is like as an old man like beer just I, I need to piss like every five minutes if I drink a load of beer so I, there is no there is no scenario in the universe where I won't piss my pants 
yeah, but like that's, part the, that's part of the fun, isn't it? You've got to have tactical, tactical wheeze. No, I'm, that's not the thing I worry about. I worry about pissing myself asleep. <laughs> Falling asleep and then pissing yourself. That'd yeah. be amazing. <laughs> it fucking wouldn't. You'd win. I mean, that'd win the European beer contest, wouldn't it? You'd, <laughs> the first time I come to your house, I piss in it. I piss on your bed. Humble victory, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose thinking about it in them terms, I'd win. Anyway, I think it's time to shut this podcast down. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember who's on the line because I can see Terminal Banser, Guest 83, and What What Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Say goodnight, Terminal Banser. Goodnight. Say goodnight, Guest 83. Goodnight. Say goodnight, What What Bitch. What What Bitches, but whatever. Well, What What Bitches doesn't fit on the (laughs) screen. It doesn't. It says Bitche. It's like What What Bitche. Bitche. I'm just too upper middle class for you guys. Sorry. Good night. Good night. Fuck you, Peter Martin. Why Fuck Rocky. Why does that have a name on here? I don't know. Why am I guest 83? When you logged in, it would have given yeah. you options to root your oh, sound settings, and the third option on the list uh, gives you I kind of just clicked OK to, to everything. And you're you're welcome to sign out and back back in again. Yeah, that's yeah. all you have to do. Close out and back in. All Guess right, the link again. I'll come back. Hold on. It has to be funny, though, remember. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't think of anything funny. Uh... <laughs> Guest 84. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. I'll just leave it. It's fine. I'll change it next time. Oh, at least it's the year you Hello. were born. Yeah. True. How did it know that? I don't think it did. It's, it's random. Bl- <laughs> it's blind coincidence. That's creepy. Rocky. Yes. You're there. Yeah. What? What? Why is there always so much background noise where you live? Uh, well, hang on. How much of that are you? What? What is going on? What is going on in your ha- your? How world? much of it are you picking up? Um, well, it just sort of, it sort of sounds like a busy street scene directly behind your head. Definitely the bongos. <laughs> we can hear those. Yeah. Okay, so... See, that's way better, instantly. Whatever you did there, don't move. <laughs> can you still hear me properly, though? Yeah, it sort of sounds like a road. And you do live on a main road, so that's, like, hardly Yeah, surprising. well, we've got to keep the windows open because it's fucking boiling in here, and, of course, there's the main road outside, so that's probably what you can pick up. But also, Harry is watching TV, so... I I, I actually, because I, I started editing the most recent podcast. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, I'll probably finish it tomorrow. But um, I used... So I've got this, I've got this tool called Zed Noise... And what it does is you play a noise you play a noise profile in it and then it figures out how to, how to actually remove that from the sound. <laughs> and although it's not infallible, it's pretty fucking good actually. So I used it to try and block out the street noise of Rocky's audio track. Did it work? It kind of worked 50%. Okay. It worked a bit too well in places, so I haven't quite got the balance right. Yeah, cat. <laughs> I, your head is smaller than mine, I think. I think it's fair to I say. Have, I have a small head. Ah, it's all good. <laughs> so, as uh, I was saying to Gary before, 